You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business online. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. The show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For more information, go to easyagentpro.com slash lead sites. Welcome to the new In The Lead podcast by Easy Agent Pro. I'm your host, Sean Dominski, and if you can tell, we're getting a little bit of a facelift here. Uh, we're just kind of doubling down, and we're just going to try something new and putting together some new new kinds of content for our lead site subscribers, for our audience, for our blog readers. Since this is the first episode of 2016, I sat down with Tyler Zai, president and CEO of Easy Agent Pro, talked a little bit about his habits and his strategies for productivity that he implemented in 2015 to get Easy Agent Pro to where it is today. We'll talk about different things you can do and strategies that you can model to make 2016 your best year yet. Like, How do you approach New Year's resolutions since that's kind of timely where we're at right now what people are thinking what's on their minds yeah I, I hear you Sean um I think New Year's resolutions the most interesting thing about them is like you typically get to the end of the year and you're like oh I could have done that harder I could have you know done that like easier I could have like there's all these could have could have could have when you get to the end of the year with New Year's resolutions and um the thing for me is like that's that just brings up all sorts of angst in my head, and I hate angst. So um, I'd like to pick a goal. Like right now, my goal is, you know, health was one of my three because <laughs> I'm getting a bit bigger than I was. Um, and so, like, if I were to just say I'm going to go to Planet Fitness or I'm going to go to the Y or I'm going to go to wherever, Gold's Gym, um, every Monday, it, it, it's too abstract for me to comprehend what that actually means. Um, and I get really lazy when I go to the gym. So, like, I know if I go to, like, Gold's Gym, I'm going to, like, get there and I'm going to look at those big circle things that you put on the, like, the lifting sticks. And, like, I'm just going to put them on there and do 10 and then maybe, like, quit and go to the sauna. Um, Are you referring like to the, weights and barbells? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so, like, that's not my thing. I can't do that. And so if I set this really abstract goal of going to the gym and then maybe doing something there like I just can't like I'm just can't do that I'm not that person um and kudos to you if you are uh but for me it needs to be something that's highly actionable and what that means is there's time set aside for it it's highly like accountable what it is and it scales as the year goes on right so so it grows making it more challenging um there's a time element to it where I know that that time's going to be so for me working out um in 2016 I'm going to do 10 push-ups 10 sit-ups uh, right before lunch every day. Uh, so I'm not going to eat lunch until I do that. And so what I'm going to also do is I'm going to grow that every week by 10, right? So by the end of the year, I'm going to be doing a lot of sit-ups and push-ups. Um, it, but but it, it makes it super easy in my head. It's something that, like, did I do that today? The answer is yes, I did. Um, and it's really done... Uh, and it's going to scale and over the time, you know, it'll go up and maybe it'll encourage me to do more physical activity because I like how I feel after I do that. Um, and it just starts the ball rolling because most of the time, once you get the ball rolling, what I find in my own life, you know, whether it's, you know, investing or whether it's building a business or whether it's starting a blog or whether it's, you know, doing real estate, it's you, you start 
and just the action of starting it tends to keep going. It's like that Newton's law or whatever. So um, the ways to then hold yourself accountable to that goal, which is then sort of the next thing. I actually have, um, I can show you on my phone. Um, you all have iCal on your phone or Google calendars. We have an Android, whatever you have. And on that, um, you have alerts, right? So I set an alert every day and I have a daily alert. Um, and it's actually just a Google form, right? And so every day at 9 a.m., I get this thing that pops up that says your daily journal. I'll hold it up to the screen, you know. It's um, basically what it is, it's a link to a Google form. And I click it and, you know, Google's really mobile, so it shows up nice. And it asks me three questions. Did you read today? Did you do your workout thing? And what's one thing you learned? So right there, like instant accountability to my New Year's resolutions and my New Year's resolutions are highly actionable, right? Like last year, my goal was growing easier to impose blog traffic and succeed it. And I looked back at it and there was literally nothing I could have done more to grow it. Like that was the feeling I got. And so at the end of this year, um, the way I set up that goal, I'm, I'm literally going to sit and say, you know, I couldn't have achieved that goal anymore. It wasn't this abstract, I'm going to go to the gym more. And the second that's your goal, then when you get to the end of the year, you're like, oh yeah, I could have done it more. And it leads to this non-satisfied and you're going to like not do the goal. But when you set it up that way where it's achievable, there's a time to it. And then you build in an easy checkpoint, like hitting yes on the Google form. And then with Google forms, it puts in spreadsheets and you can, you know, make fun diagrams or whatever, like we all like to do uh, but it, <laughs> I don't know about all cool. of us I don't know if yeah. making diagrams is necessarily <laughs> yeah. everyone's version of fun uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I suppose <laughs> um, yeah and also I guess the other thing is too is you're not necessarily committing to going to the gym more you're committing to going to the gym every Tuesday and Thursday or every day or some whatever makes sense for for the goal right. and what you're trying to achieve um, and then also you're kind of pulling in that like don't break the chain type of mindset too um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, the whole Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you, you know, you're, you're telling yourself like, I'm going to fill this form out every day, and it's it's yep. almost like if there's, if you don't get to it, like there's at least some element of the plan where you're like, I got to do this every day. I, I got to at least fill the form out, even if, you know, it, it, it kind of creating that habit. You know, if if you do miss it or you're unable to do something, at least you have something where you're at least checking in every day. And it's like keeping that that habit kind of first, you know, front of your mind, top of your head. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's all that resolutions are meant to do is reprioritize. There, what like six or seven things that you can really like actually care about, and so, you know, it's figuring out what those are and figuring out like how you can actionably improve upon those each day. You know, we all have the same amount of time, but what you do with that time is is what you can really, you know, make big changes in, whether it's your weight or your real estate business. Right. Um, and if we we're tying this back to real estate, which we probably should, because, you know, working out's boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, it, it's, it's instead of like, like, instead of hearing about cold calling and saying, okay, I'm going to cold call more this year, or I'm going to you know, work expired this year, or hearing about blogging and saying, I'm going to blog this year. It's, Okay, this is something that five to ten industry experts recommend that will positively impact my business, right? So let's take let's take um, let's take blogging. 
let's say you know you you read the statistics, right? HubSpot says it's great. Easier to Pro says it's great. They've got tons of traffic. Um, I see all these other agents like Ryan and Raleigh and Bill Gass and all these other agents like with successful businesses that say it's great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so theoretically that should work for you. Like if you do sit-ups, that should make you, you know, have less of a gut. If you do blogging, you should have a bigger business, right? right? So the next step for me is to completely stop reading and questioning things about that <laughs> and to just do. So uh, I, I don't read, like I, I've already made up what I'm going to do fitness-wise. I'm not going to read another Galdarn book. I'm not going to read another Galdarn blog post. I'm not going to do another video. I'm not going to like change halfway through. I'm just like going to commit to that for this year. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people shortchange themselves, right? They they do something and then they find something better and they do that and like that that selling out is where you lose all types of momentum. It's where you lose all of the good stuff, right? If you're going to start blogging, the the good stuff that you get in your business is, you know, three months down the line, but it's great stuff. It's equity. It's like putting money in, you know, the Vanguard or in, in the stock market. Like it generally goes up and to the right over time and you make more money and compounding returns are great. That's like blogging, right? right? You write one blog, it compounds and the returns compound over time. And if you write one blog a week for this entire year, you know, maybe you Maybe instead of taking a three-hour lunch on Wednesdays or, you know, maybe on Saturday from four to six, you write a blog because you can do it in that time. It's not that hard. Every darn Saturday and you hold yourself accountable to that. Over the year, you're going to see the returns on that go up. Where the other side of that is like, you know, it's... You, can relate this to investing or to working out the person who you know invest in something the second the stock goes down they sell out like that's what you're doing if you write one blog and then stop or the person who goes to planet fitness from january 1st to january 14th doesn't see their weight budge one pound right. and then stops going and says it this isn't for me i got to find a better diet or i've got to find a better like right. that's just unrealistic and so like which personality are you how can you hold yourself accountable it's it's really just putting on like you know the noise canceling headphones picking something that people know like just know work and then um rolling with it throughout the for, throughout a long period of time like and by long i mean three to twelve months right right now do you have any advice for staying motivated in those areas that where you might not see the results right away where it might take a while kind of like yeah. and, and we keep going back to fitness as an example but right. I, I think it, it, it is a good example because you're not going to get stronger you're not going to lose weight you're not going to get bigger whatever your goal is by going to the gym for two weeks you really have to make it a consistent lifestyle change over the course of X number of months. Now, I'm not a huge gym rat, so I don't really know how long it takes. Right. All I know is that if I go to the gym and I get on the treadmill for 10 minutes, you know, a couple times a week, that's 10 more minutes a couple times. You know, that's that's going to be 20 to 30 minutes a week more than what I was doing before. And right. it's kind of like one of those, I don't know if it's going to help me get to wherever I'm trying to go, like lose 20 pounds or whatnot. I just know it's not going, you know, I'm going to have a benefit. I'm not sure what the benefit's going to be. And I have a feeling it's going to be more than what I think. But at the same time, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm the type where it's like, I can't say like, oh, I'm going to do X amount of reps of this weight and get to the point where I'm right. doing this and that. Like I, something about that might kind of bores me, maybe because it just creates additional pressure and stress. Whereas, you know, it's, it's something like going to the gym is something that's like, it's kind of like, 
it's like an extra. It's not like my main thing. Whereas like mm -hmm. blogging for real estate, a lot of you know, like the big question is, is this lead generation? Is this, is this prospecting? Is this something I should do on top of my prospecting? And if so, how can I do it in a way that is going to benefit my business one way or another? You know, because it's hard to know if you don't know what the results are going right. to be. It's hard to right. set that goal. Does that make sense? Like, like basically. Yeah, well, that makes perfect yeah, sense. So yeah, like, and it's it's. The thing that's funny about it is it's it's that you find it everywhere, right? So we talk about fitness, finance, and um, real estate, right? And so when you start out cold, when you start out, I got an email from someone. It was two or three weeks ago, and they're like, "I've sent." Um, it was one of our lead sites customers. I've sent expired postcards for the past might have been four weeks, maybe two months, um, to these people in New York and it's not working. Um, should I stop? What should I do? Like humans are notoriously bad at calculating the returns of a compounding effect over time, right? We really, really, really like things to be simple. We like to see two plus two equals four, but in business, it never is. It's always, uh, it's always an exponential curve. It's always the, the fact over time, you don't see it, you don't see it, you don't see it, and then holy cow, where'd all that traffic, where'd all those leads come from? Whether you're talking about blogging, cold calling, mailing flyers, um, mailing postcards, building a referral business, right? So building a, let's, let's compare this to something that everyone knows works, like building a referral business, right? Like it, it, we could write tons of posts on how that works, right? How do your first three to five years look like in a referral business, Sean? What do they look like? A lot of, a lot of call, cold calls, knocking on doors, you know. Right, but what are you doing? Like, what's, what's, what's the mindset during that? What, trying to create a referral business? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you're knocking on those doors and when you're doing those calling and when you're calling people in your database, like, what's the mindset? I guess the mindset's kind of like planting seeds, is, you know, like where mm -hmm. the idea is that I'm just going to do the best I can and hopefully right. at some point this will turn into something. So right. you're networking, so, you're meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you still, if you tie that like to blogging, which is just one tactic, I know that. Um, um, and actually it's kind of funny in my last post I wrote is that I don't like blogging. I love leads. Uh, so if you look at blogging specifically, you're really just sowing seeds. 90% of home buyers uh, start their search online. 234% of uh, real estate searches and real estate searches in Google have gone up 234% over the last four years. Right, that's insane growth. People are now turning, and you even see it in the way you buy products. Right, you have an Amazon app on your phone, and you push a button, and it's come to you. You read reviews online. You go on Google, and you search for the best. Um, you know, I did it with this, this shirt. Like I was looking for the best shirts. Um, that wick away moisture and like are really thin um, because I was looking for lighter things to wear and so it's like this 32 degrees company or whatever they have nice reviews on that right so you you go online you read blog posts you read content you're on social media um, and so that's that's a general hypothesis that has been proven true through statistics through um, what you're probably doing in your daily life and uh, it will breed true 10, 15 years down the line. So it, is it reasonable that if I sow a seed today, that is a blog post, that at some point in the future, that one blog post will maybe show up in a Google search, 
will maybe help me on social media have something to actually post so that when I share it in a Facebook group, uh, some mom clicks it who's interested in you know the tactic I had for redecorating a kid's room or for storage, um, and then they read that and then you know they sign up on my email list or their lead capture captures them then I'm in my database and I, I'm working them. It's the same mentality as a referral business. Um, you're sowing seeds that in the future will produce something. And once you've sown like 50 seeds, if you're doing one uh, a week for a year, that's 50. If you're doing two a week for a year, that's 100. Um, once you've sown 50 or 100 seeds, the returns compound on each other, right? So, so once you've gone to the gym every day for a year, like your actual, what you're lifting at the end of that period it's gonna be heavier and more beneficial to you than what you were lifting day one, right? So um, I think that makes, everyone can see that, right? So someone who goes, let's say Tyler goes to the gym and um, what's that one where you put the, the bench press, right? Yes. Um, so I start out and I'm just doing the bar, right? What am I gonna be doing if I go every, every day of this year um, and, and start lifting the bench press? By the end of the year, I'm going to be up to you know, probably a couple of those big ones out there, right? Every, and, and that's going to be more beneficial to me, <laughs> yes. right? So if you blog, the the 50th blog is tons more beneficial than the first blog. Mm -hmm. And the 150th blog is like insanely more beneficial than the first one. And, and you see that everywhere in life, in investing, right? Like you right. put money in today and like it's just insanely more, like the compounding effects. I think if I, I read, a, like if you if you put a dollar in when the S&P 500 started, you'd have like $15,000 today. And adjusted for inflation, maybe that's like $9,000, right? So it's, it's the in, investing in yourself over time, blogging's one way to do it. Um, an email list is another way to do it. Um, Instafarm SEO page is another way to do it. Um, but that's where the true like effect of this comes in and what you have to believe in in any lead gen strategy, not just, you know, will blogging work for me? Will SEO work for me? Will a referral business work for me? Will a cold calling business work for me? Pick it and then stick with it, really. Yeah, yeah. Now, I just wanted to touch, uh, you created a... Uh we, we, we did you did have a blog post where you were talking about kind of having that schedule keep keep it on track uh, you actually inter interviewed a top producer and he was talking about how he uses his daily schedule like that and right. uh, we can try, definitely try to link to this on the uh, in the show notes or uh, or somewhere or we can just go to easy agent pro uh, I believe the post uh, do you remember what the post was called I was like something the perfect daily schedule of a top producer or something like that we can link to it yeah um, yeah maybe real yeah. Quick, just kind of uh, run us through uh, what what exactly is going on there, and why is it so benef uh, beneficial? You have uh, you kind of have like it's it's real simple. You have notes, daily summary, and then daily activities. What would what do you right. how do you use that in your daily? Routine. Right. I think I have one over here, right next to my desk. Um, but basically, I like, um. I find out the one thing that matters to me. So last year at Easy Agent Pro, it was traffic. I didn't care about sales. I didn't care about leads. I cared about traffic and getting more of that because then that yields everything else. So figure out what that one thing is. And then figure out how you can structure your day to achieve that one thing. So 
what are the core like three things that you can do today to sow seeds to grow that one thing um and then what i find is that you know we we start the day and we open up our email and like i probably had like 108 maybe 200 emails this morning and then like all of a sudden all that just goes to you know poop and like, you just forget about it. So what the daily schedule does is like on the, I think it's on the right hand side, I have 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, and, and basically that's your hours of the day. Um, and then you have your goal over here and then you have a, a little journal section where you write. So basically I write what I did in each of those hours. And so like right now from 9 to 10 central, I would have put um, did podcast with Sean. And that's all I put there in the next hour, I'm going to, um, you know, I'll put my activity there. And then in the, I put in the goal section, my goal for the day, that goal has to be tied to one of my core business goals. And then the summary, I just do, you know, type of recap of, you know, this came up, this came up, but overall, I achieved those goals. Overall, I didn't achieve those goals. Next time, I'm not going to open my email to until like noon so that I can achieve those goals from eight to noon and then answer emails from noon to one or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and if you find that you keep running into problems, like email's a big one, phone calls are another big one, that's just showing, that's, that's a good thing, right? Problems in business mm -hmm. means you actually have a business. If you don't have problems, you don't have a business. Um, and, and that's, think about that for a second. But like, those problems that you can't get to because you have priorities for something else, right? That's your opportunity to hire an assistant, to hire an inside salesperson, to hire a, you know a prospector, to hire whatever that whatever solves that pain point. And the cool thing in real estate is it's all been documented and done. Like I mean, you can go on YouTube and watch interview after interview with like mega producer and like oh I hired this person better than this one. Right. And so like. Those, those problems in your day that you might be facing or the things preventing you from focusing all on that overarching goal are great mm -hmm. because that means you have a business, people are emailing you. When people email you, that generally means you have clients. Um, <laughs> and then you just got to find a way to mitigate that in your time so you can focus on the priority things that – and then once you focus on the priority things, you're focusing on things that are more – higher dollar value per hour, which is where you want to focus your time eventually. Um, so that's sort of how you use that schedule, tie it to one arching goal, and then, you know, what to do if, like, you're finding day after day, week after week, you just can't execute on your schedule and that overarching goal, like, then, then it, you know, becomes a question of these problems are great, but I need someone else to help me solve them. Well, that's it for episode 27 of the In The Lead podcast. Go ahead and subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content like this, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com.